The grace and love of our Lord and Savior be with us always. Amen. The Word of God we want to consider today is again our epistle reading for this past Sunday. We're going to look at the whole reading tonight, looking at Romans chapter 8, verses 31 to 39, where the Apostle Paul said, What then shall we say in response to this? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also along with him graciously give us all things? Who will bring any charge against those whom God has chosen? It is God who justifies. Who is he that condemns? Christ Jesus, who died. More than that, who was raised to life, is at the right hand of God and is also interceding for us. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? As it is written, for your sake we face death all day long. We are considered as sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. My dear friends in Christ, Paul asked to begin that reading, if God is for us, who can be against us? And then he asked, who will bring any charge against those whom God has chosen? Those are some questions with some obvious answers, some clear answers for us who are believing children of God. No one can really be against us because God in his grace and mercy has made us his believing children. He's made us part of his believing family, heirs of heaven. That means no one can really be against us. And because of the blood of Jesus, because our sins have been forgiven, because they've been washed away by the blood of Christ, no one can really bring any charges against us and accuse us of sins that should condemn us anymore because of the blood of Christ. God has declared us righteous, totally not guilty in Christ. Then, then Paul asks the question, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or sword? Paul isn't listing these things as even being possibilities of things that could separate us from the love of God in Christ. Well, Jesus said, my sheep listen to my voice. I know them, they follow me. I give them eternal life and they shall never perish. No one can snatch them out of my hand. The point that Jesus is making, the point that Paul made, 
is that as long as we're God's believing children, as long as we believe in Jesus as our Savior, well, the fact is, is that we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. We are more than conquerors through Christ because of his love for us. Of course, we will have rough times in this life because we're living in a sinful world. Sinful people are all around us. And we will have people who will mock us, especially when we would say that we're saved only by the grace of God alone. That it's not something that we can earn or deserve because, well, natural human religion just teaches people that we have to do something, we have to contribute. And what does the Bible tell us over and over again? That it's the grace of God. It's totally what Jesus has done for us. And we'll want to trust totally in what he has done for us in his undeserved love for us and recognize it's not us. It's not what we have done. Because if we start thinking it's partly our responsibility, then we're destroying the grace of God. But it's the grace of God that saves us. It's what Christ has done for us solely. Well, people may mock us for, for not being with the times, for not changing our views, for not liberalizing our views on what sin is. Sins against the sixth commandment, you shall not commit adultery. They're always going to be sin, no matter how much the world may break them. The sins against that commandment are not going to change God's commandment. Homosexuality, well, that's always going to be a sin, no matter how much it is accepted by society and by our world, it still remains a sin. And, well, for that matter, the sin of drunkenness. Even though people will say it's just a sickness or a disease, it's still sin. And gossip and lying and think of any of the commandments it's all sin and we want to just call it sin instead of trying to make light of it. Well, persecution today, we're going to face it when we call sin a sin. We're going to face persecution, but it's normally today not going to be physical like it was back in, in Bible times or, or years ago. We probably won't be thrown to the lions or burned at the stake, but we'll face verbal and psychological persecution. People will mock us for our faith, for standing up for our faith, but that doesn't mean we change our views. It doesn't mean we keep our mouths shut. We continue to stand up for Jesus because that's the way that People get to hear about the grace and love of God. That's the way the Holy Spirit can work on people's hearts. And through the persecution that we would face, 
Well, the Holy Spirit can use that to get people to see the truth of God. We'll want to keep on standing up for Jesus despite the fact that that might mean hardship for us in this life. Well, Paul says, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Oh, imagine for a second an elderly Christian who is confined to a wheelchair or maybe a bed and, and he's in constant pain because of cancer or arthritis or, or something like that. But then when he hears somebody talk about God's love and about Jesus the Savior, then this person who's in that constant pain, then he has this smile that goes from ear to ear on his face because he's so filled with the joy that he has in the Lord Jesus. On the surface, that person wouldn't look like much of a winner. But through the eyes of faith, you can say, what is he? He's more than a conqueror through him who loved him. He's more than a conqueror despite being stuck in a wheelchair, stuck in a bed, despite the pain that he's enduring. And an evidence of that is the smile on his face when he hears about the love of God. Well, Paul said, for I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Ah, that's because God loves us to eternity. He loves us forever. No one and nothing can separate us from the love of God in Christ. Of course, we will have problems, though, when we become bold and try to think that we're okay, that we can handle things on our own, that, that we can fight the fight against Satan on our own. Paul said, no, if you think you are standing firm, so if you think you are standing firm, be careful that you don't fall. Maybe we could compare our Christian life to a ride on a bicycle, and maybe we have to go back a few years, but, well, God serves as our training wheels on the bicycle that keep the bike up, we could say. And as long as those wheels are there on our Christian lives, as long as God is there giving us his help and strength, we're going to stay up. And now it's true that with riding a real bike, hopefully you get past needing those training wheels, but in our spiritual lives, we need God there. We need those spiritual training wheels there always because if we don't have God's help, if we don't have God's strength, if we don't have God's training wheels, we're going to fall over. Satan will have an easy job of tipping us over when we don't have God there giving us his help and strength. But realize, God 
will never take his spiritual training wheels off of us. He'll never take those off. And may God build us up and strengthen us in our faith so that we would never think we can ride our spiritual bikes without him. But with him, with him, we're always more than conquerors through him who loved us. Without him, trouble. But with him, always more than conquerors through him who loved us. Amen. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, help us always to see how safe and secure we are with you. Without you, we'd be lost, but with you, we are more than conquerors through you who loves us. Thank you for making us more than conquerors. We pray in your name. Amen. In the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you always. Amen.